yeah, out. yeah, yeah. You have Foot tuned in to Footwork Outs. Workout. Give us the works, Foot episode three. I'm your host, DJ Foot Cornerstone, workout. and Foot today workout. I'm interviewing the homeboy, DJ Gold Rat, the winner of Chicago Footwork Allergies Work the Beat Battle 2021. Without further ado, let's get into it. Come on, Gold Rat, and give us the works. What's up? What's yeah. up? What's up? Man, what hey. up? Go rap. <laughs> How are you? Man, I'm good, man. How you doing? Good, good. Can you hear me coming through good? Yeah, I got I, I hear you really well, man. I got you in my old school boom box, man. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know, awesome. Last time I, I interviewed uh actually uh um Eric U. Yes. I know you know yeah. Eric, your running mate. <laughs> oh man. And my uh so I'm in the basement and uh my furnace kicked off and I'm like, I could hardly hear him. I didn't say nothing though, you know, I just pushed it through, but I like yeah. put this computer up to the boom box so I can hear better. Nice, yeah. nice. Awesome. Man, thank you yeah, so yeah. much for man for for coming on the show. Uh, oh workouts, yeah. give us some, give us the works. Nice. I'm well, I'm always happy to hang out and get tea with somebody. So um, thank you for reaching out. Um, it's always it's always good to meet people, especially you being somebody who's grown up around Chicago culture and seen all that kind of stuff. Um, you have, I, I'm sure I have lots to learn from you. <laughs> oh, hey, man. You, and I myself have a lot to learn from you because I'm going to tell you, hey, I don't know how long you've been doing this, but your tracks are raw. <laughs> <laughs> your tracks are wrong they they, they own a level <laughs> dang i really appreciate that that means a whole lot thank you yeah thank you no problem anytime you make music so good somebody wants to adopt you into their family you know <laughs> adopt you as their son hey it means your stuff is fire i appreciate that yeah that's that's uh it's it's both humbling and uh affirming um yeah yeah the the battle was a very cool event that it was just it was organized so well i i was blown away by everything about it and everyone else's tracks i mean when i when i heard so before before the event i had heard that dj Corey had entered and i was like okay I thought I, I figured okay it's over for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Corey, and then yeah. I heard that DJ Rock entered, and I was like, oh, okay, all right, I'll just. Yeah. I, I'll <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, but a lot of um, a lot of Portland dancers are into Chicago footwork and have loved seeing me do footwork at like the All Styles battles and stuff. So a lot of Portland people showed up, and so I had. I had some fan voting power behind me. Oh yeah, <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Hey, they said let your people know, right? So for hey, everybody hey. else out there that didn't let their people know, see, that's what you get. <laughs> so, man, yeah. Portland, huh? Yeah, so I grew up in Washington, but I've lived in Portland through college and and on into. Uh, into uh, current times. So I've been in Portland for long enough. My grandparents have always lived in Portland. So this yeah. has felt like, this has felt like my home. Um, 
but I've been to Chicago once. I was there for about a week, um, and that was a that was a pretty transformative experience for me. Yeah. Um, I had already been understanding footwork and its importance in just the lineage of house music, and um, and going to Chicago was like seeing how much bigger it was than just what I see on the internet or the touring DJs that have come to Portland and played Manny, Spin, and everybody. Um, but seeing that it's just like, it's a youth thing. It's a, you know, it's it's so much bigger than I could have realized. And that was, that was a very powerful experience for me. Um, but yeah, yeah. That's it's, cool. so, but yeah, so Portland is the home. Where, where are you saying you're from? Uh, where at Washington are you from? I'm from Eastern Washington, so uh, Richland, but um, it's part of the Tri Cities, small town. Not really, not really a whole lot going on. Uh, is that a where's Mount Rainier at? Um, shoot, where is Mount Rainier at? That's a good question. I should know that. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to do some googling after this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So cool. Sort of near Spokane. Um, okay. But yeah, I don't, I don't know if that gives any frame of reference. <laughs> yeah. No, a little bit, man. I've been to Washington quite a few times, man. Oh, okay. I got family out there, man. So. Oh, nice. Uh, closer to Seattle, man. White Center, Federal Way, Tuckwilla, yeah. and all that. Yep. So I know a little bit. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. So man, so you went to Chicago. How long ago you said that was when you were in Chicago? Um, oh, let's see. So the I think it was the fourth annual house music festival was going on. So that would have been, I think it was the summer before quarantine hit because um yeah, so so I think 2019. Um 2018 or 2019. Okay. And then of course I I really want to see the Bud Billiken parade. That was, yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, the next trip to Chicago for me is going to be that. So, you know, I worked my entire work schedule to make sure I had August set aside and then COVID hit. And I was like, yeah. oh man. Yeah. <laughs> so this year I'm like, ah, August huh? is happening. Uh, we'll see. I, I will probably try and come to Chicago whether but Billiken is happening or not. I've I've set the time aside in August anyway. So um that's that's hopefully yeah hopefully that'll all work out. <laughs> man, yeah, for real. Uh, yeah. That'd be dope, man, because I'm hoping to get out there myself. Now you got one up on me because I never been to the House Music Festival, but I have been to Bud Billiken Parade a number of times. And it is a dope experience, man, I tell you. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. I've and it's one of those things where I've I've looked online to see, you know, what videos people have recorded of it. And it's just one of those things you can tell it, the people's little iPhones don't capture how, I mean, I've seen MLK drive when I was there, not, not mm. during a parade, but I, I was like, oh yeah, this, this is something that you have to physically be there for the way people talk about it. I was like, okay, yep. That, that's my number one goal <laughs> as far as travel is concerned. That'll, yeah, that'll hopefully happen very soon. Yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. So 2019, did you say, is that when you first fell into footwork, first heard it and all that, or was it? I, I was I was very into footwork by then, um, to the point that 
traveling to Chicago, the whole point was to just get um, a better perspective on footwork. Um, I was already invested in it um, as a dancer. Um, I was I was dabbling in the production. Um, mm. No, actually, I was starting to get I was starting to get pretty focused um, on the production as well. But um, I was kind of still just making like house tracks as well. So um, now now my focus is more just on footwork tracks and and I haven't made a house track in a long time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's about the the timing of that. Oh, I'm turning my volume up. My furnace just kicked on again. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta Sounds crank it up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> What's up else, man? Man, so you're a house head, huh? Yeah, I think Chicago house music, um, Paul Johnson, that that kind of started a lot of things for me uh, mm -hmm. growing up. So yeah, that got me interested in DJing. That got me aware of DJing. I mean, all of all of electronic music and that whole kind of stuff was like, yeah, early Paul Johnson, Dance Mania Records. Um, I forget what else, but yeah, those were like the early things that caught my ear for sure. Yeah. Okay. So who'd you learn how to footwork from? Who, who's um, first. I think, um, I think my first lesson was uh, from DJ Tay and DJ Manny. They had, uh, my friend Tomu had booked them for a show here in town um, and made it less of like your standard DJ club night coming through DJing um, and made it more into like an immersive experience. So. The way that Tomu um, and um, Eric and some other buddies set up this whole show was to have a documentary screening um, about Chicago footwork, a footwork lesson um, of just some basics taught by DJ Manny and DJ Tay, and yeah. then your DJ sets, kind of standard club um, event type of stuff. So that was a that was a huge kind of. Uh, community moment uh, in our city of really connecting with footwork on a on a deeper level than just the touring dj plays this crazy music that we've never heard before um, yeah. it was like oh yeah like there's like they're coming from this this larger thing and, and bringing a piece of that so um yeah so i think i think manny taught uh two-step irks uh mike nikes maybe i think crossover but just just like a few a few basics but enough to have something to work on and practice okay. for for months and months and then later um i started reaching out to people from creation and, and the other teachers and, and got more connected but yeah that was that was the first the first lesson for me yeah and an important one for sure Okay, man, right on. That was smart. That was real smart of him to do that. Yeah, that yeah, totally. Yeah, because a lot of a lot of DJs just go with the standard. You know, you show up, you play the event at a club. It's dark. You know, people are into it, um, but then that's it. And there's no kind of sense of connecting with the community and engagement. So, for the audience, it's just another. It's, it's a crazy club night um 
and you're going to have the people that are really into it and are studying these artists and are doing that. But when you show up with that kind of dance understanding and that presentation, um, that's that's huge for me because I don't think I would, I don't think I would be into footwork if it wasn't so foundationally tied to the dance and having that element like that's that's just the biggest thing for me um there's so much like dance music that has you know branched off of chicago house and detroit right. techno whatever yeah. but so many of them have lost that dance importance in that dance element and chicago footwork just i mean that the dance still leads the the entire message and the entire purpose behind that so to me that's that's so powerful that's why that's why it's a such an important legacy to maintain and to stay true to and to educate people on um and to be a student myself because i'm i'm still so new to all this and learning so much so yeah it's yeah it's incredible stuff yeah and i and i don't think the learning never stops i hope not <laughs> yeah, like for real as long as people are different and it always got the unique twists and spins on things. There's always going to be something new. Yeah. So that's one of the that's things good. I love about it, man. Because I never get, I could watch a footwork battle clip, YouTubes all day long. Because somebody always does at least one thing just different. It makes it their yeah. own. Yeah. So, yeah. When you see this part of somebody's soul mm -hmm. that comes out in the movement, yep. then, yep. Yeah, that's the moments, and there's yeah. always, it's always <laughs> happening. Oh uh, yeah, right on. So you got some tea over there, man. Your fellow oh, tea yeah. drinker. <laughs> we got some chamomile going on. Yeah, uh, I'll make you a cup if you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's almost my night night time too, man. I appreciate it. You know that chamomile relaxes you a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm gonna go for some caffeine, and then I was like, ah, oh, it is getting later. Yeah, yeah. Leave that for the early morning drink, man. Mm -hmm. Straight. Okay, man. So check it out. Uh, let's let's dig in more to go, Red, man. So, who would you say are your inspirations for your music? Hmm. I watch a lot of videos of Crystal. Um. Yeah. I. Yes. Yeah, like a lot of. A lot of times when I'm writing tracks, especially when I'm working on drums, um, I will, I'll be, I'll be picturing um, dancers in mind, and mm -hmm. certain certain faces will will show up um, more than others. But um, yeah, I think, and then also just like I, I dance myself, so I'm I'm writing the things that I want to hear as well as a dancer, um, and you're always going to get some some flavor and influence there but um yeah crystal uh j-ron the way that j-ron okay. yeah he, he just embodies the music in a way that really inspires me to to because i know when j-ron listens to a song and and dances in response to it he's picking up on all of the subtleties yeah so as a as a producer it makes me be like, oh yeah, I, you know, I really need those subtleties to be there. I need to go and like make those details happen. So his his kind of response um, inspires me to make my music uh, 
as as detailed as as I think it could be and and will will benefit the dance. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of things go into like as far as inspiration. Also, just like of course, like music is a reflection of life. Um, and I get a lot of. I'm a nurse, um, and I work with kids, so yeah. I get a. I get a lot of inspiration from the kids. Hey uh, man, that's dope right there, man. That's dope. Yeah, that's yeah. that. I mean that that's infinite inspiration for me. Uh, yeah, I work with such interesting kids, and they have just such unique, interesting stories. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that's a that's a very powerful force in my life. Yeah, man, that's good, man. You you a good dude. That's all right, right there. So the pediatric nurse thing is what it's called? Yeah, yeah, I'm working in a pediatric ICU right now. Um, but I used to work at this um, pretty uh, unique, like a long-term care uh, facility for chronic kids. Yeah. Um, and when I stopped working there to work at the ICU, I started volunteering there. Um, that way I could still hang out with those kids. Um, yeah. And those, those kids are, are incredible. Um, yeah, I, I get so much inspiration from them. And it's cool because I get to know those kids. It's, it's the same kids. They're going through um, their chronic illnesses and, and working through that stuff. So, so they're there for such a long time and you really get to know them and see their personalities, yeah. all of their abilities and things that shine through. Um, whereas in the ICU, kids are kind of in, they're super sick and then they're out. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, different, it's a different dynamic there. You don't get those like, you don't feel like you really get to know the kids uh, yet at the same time you've seen them at their worst time in their life and seeing the way that somebody responds when they're in their darkest lowest most critical time also really brings out some character and you get to see some like incredible stuff from them so it's yeah so so those those are kind of like the two i guess like groups of kids that I that I see a lot we get some chronic kids that come through the ICU but um it's it's more in and out these really intense crazy moments and then they're off and you you wish them <laughs> well into the world <laughs> yeah man it's something you got me thinking so my wife years ago she used to work with a, a place called Little Angels oh not far from this it's closer to like Barrington Illinois which is probably okay. about an hour and a half west of Chicago. Right this time. But um, man, the kids there, she would tell me the stories and how, and how she would get attached to, like how you're saying. But it's a little oh, yeah. different because they had rare, rare illnesses and rare diseases and stuff. Yep. Yep. And uh, like they would have to have like special treatment and all that. So, yeah. like, all of them were different. And man, like the stuff that some of the kids would have to go through, and some of them, man, you know, and they still have. The positive attitude and all like all that like oh yeah how about one kid like any any kind of touch hurt him and uh yeah man but um yeah so that's good man that you got a you got a heart to help you know to help children and everything yeah well yeah that that sounds really similar to the to the chronic kid um center that i that i still volunteer at where every every kid they usually have a million different things going on and it just makes for like you you can't even it, it's it's sometimes not even very helpful to like read their diagnosis and be like 
oh, this is what I should expect. Like, they're all so unique. Like, yeah. you, you just get to know them as they are and what they can, what they can do and all of the, um, you know, the, the ways that, the, the abilities that they do have, how they optimize that and, you know, are still able to spread joy in that way. So, yeah, yeah, that's not, it's, it's such a, it's such an important thing because those kids are a part of our community and, you know, everybody has a neighbor who probably has a special needs kid, you know, but, but we just don't see it. It's just, it's so hard. There's so much prep and so much work that takes into getting those kids out into the community and being seen and being visible. And so, so many times we just don't see it, but they are our neighbors. These are the people in our community and working with them is so, it's just so important to get that perspective and be like, oh yeah, that's like, I, I like when I'm dancing, I appreciate that I have legs that can, can move and then I can do that. Like that's, I, I just have so much appreciation for that. So when I'm training, it's like, there's that joy that comes with like, like that, that's something to celebrate is like being able to do your dribbles, you know, like yeah, yeah. that is a beautiful thing. Yeah. And it's a very fun move to do right there. The dribbles, one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Indeed. You can just let it loose, man. Just let it loose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Man, man, you got good inspirations there, man. So musically and uh, dance wise, man. Um, so what is your goal with your music? Like, is there any kind of purpose with it or any, any pursuits with it? Um, as far as goals, like there's, um, it's very, it's very therapeutic for me, just like, like healing goals as a person to be able to release that energy by creating tracks and, and expressing emotion through it that way. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's kind of like an internal goal, I guess, is to just continue to be building the skills to be able to express um, and release energy um, in that kind of way. Um, as far as like more like external goals, mm -hmm. hmm, I think more collaboration and just um, more networking because it's, I mean, music is a community thing, and yeah. it it only it only really makes sense for me to be pursuing music in a way that helps um, connect people um, and build community. So, um, as far as like production goes, I think that probably looks like collaboration, um, or yeah, and and not just collaboration with other producers, but collaboration with dancers um, and other 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 people who have that. Those other essential roles in the in the culture so yeah yeah that's good so we're at like two two-part question mm. um so who have you collaborated with and then who would you like to collaborate with like three people mm. Mm. well it's it's probably no surprise um that i i'm working on ideas uh with eric Wu. um but we we've been we've been friends since before the work to be battle. So okay, um, yeah. So we we've been we've been working on ideas um, and projects before. But um, yeah, I would love I would love to um, collaborate with Tracksman or Jenna Rush. 
just as far as like the the ogs that i look up to um yeah yeah i mean that yeah that th those are just kind of like dream things um i'm also really really into uh cake dogs music right now he's from la and mm -hmm. he is he is doing really really cool stuff um, and i'd i'd love to I'd, I'd love to meet him i think i think with like collaborations i i have to feel comfortable like meeting people and hanging out with them and getting to know them um before like working on a track or something um yeah. so i appreciate things like this where we're just we're just chatting and having tea and um hanging out that that to me is like so important and then collaborations always come later out of those relationships but mm -hmm. those, those are people on my mind that I, I i'm meaning to reach out to more um and see what comes of that okay after this i'm gonna have to make sure i got the spelling right so of course i know tracks man but Jana rush and you said kate dog let me i'll put it in the chat here real quick uh, okay oh it's not about to use the chat all right this will be a first time for the show <laughs> oh i don't i don't know yeah what, what will show up on there but oh yeah that's what, that yeah. should be recording too jenna rush cake dog cake dog okay cool man <laughs> yeah thank you appreciate that i'm gonna show look him up yeah yeah, yeah uh, definitely yeah ben court put me on some too man um it was uh actually queen crystal because oh haven't, yeah i haven't heard of her before so like when you mentioned her this time i'm like okay i know i know who that oh, is yeah, now. yeah. <laughs> she yeah, got yeah. a real dope uh I like how I sound like on two clips. She got the spin that she does, where she kind of kicks her leg up and uses her leg to spin her body. Like, yep, yep, yeah, yep, real smooth. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look. Oh yeah, more. Her uh, her shake and bakes, her dribbles are just perfect. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's 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 been some stuff from her that I just, you know, I. I watched that like five seconds just over and over and over again. <laughs> and it's like the timing of it, just like her flow and her her like push and flow between the timing is is so cool. <laughs> just yeah. so controlled. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, uh, let's see. Um so what do you work with equipment equipment-wise? Hmm, not much. Um I have a Fender bass. This is this is my my child here. Right on. Um, and I record with that. Um, that or synthesizers for bass. Um, but my only synthesizer is a Nord Lead. Um, it's one of the. It's a digital synthesizer, so yeah. I don't know if it's if it's considered cool or not but uh, it's my baby <laughs> yeah man so that's uh, you, so you actually use your bass in your footwork tracks yeah yeah so like nothing to play with um has has pretty uh pretty present uh bass playing um but it'll i'm not a i'm not a good bass player i grew up playing cello so i oh. i have like good fingering technique um mm -hmm especially on like the fretless bass as well. Um, Cause I'm just used to that, but all the fingering stuff, like that's, that's new to me. I'm just, I'm just starting to learn that. So my fingering technique is sloppy. So I have to record like over and over and over and, and make little edits to my recording. My playing is, it's, it's not, 
not incredible, but it has the sound that I want for yeah. um, for for certain things. Um, if I want a more kind of like tinnier present bass, but if I want like a deeper deeper subby bass, then um, 808 drums um, or or the synthesizer for sure. But um, yeah, all of my all of my drum sounds come from my R70, um, which I'm it's this beat up thing that has like a broken output so I can only get it to record on like on some days and then when it's working I try and record as many samples as I can from it <laughs> before the output starts like buzzing and making weird noises um, so I'm, I'm slowly recording sound from that thing um, and then I I sample uh, video game sounds as well so okay, I that, that's that. pretty much all of where my drums are from yeah Nah, that's dope. Yeah. Okay. I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? I think the R70, is that what Clint was talking about? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because that's like, that's like the sound of Ghetto House to me. Mm -hmm. uh, footwork as well, but Footwork has so many like, I don't know, Footwork has like treated those sounds and, and added so many other textures and stuff, mm -hmm. but just if you just take the original R70 drum machine and just play it by its default um, as it is, it it sounds like Ghetto House. Those Straight are up. those are the sounds. So um, right. to me, when I hear that, I think of Dion, and that's yep. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, if Dion can make tracks with those sounds, then I don't think I'd need anything more. <laughs> like, yeah. it's good enough for him, you know. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. know what? I just got, I typically been working with uh, Native Instruments Machine MK2. Mm. I finally got a new MacBook, man. I've been using this MacBook. It's a 2007 MacBook. I get laughed at about it, man. You know, my wife jokes on me. We go to the Apple store. They make ignorant jokes. Talk about this dinosaur and all this and that. So yeah. I finally, within this past, like actually yesterday, I got my MacBook. I ain't post a picture of it because I was so happy when it came in the middle. <laughs> yeah. And it's got nice. logic on it, man. So I'm like, I'm halfway there now, man. I got the logic, like Clint yeah. was talking about. Well, now I got to get R70. <laughs> you know, I wish logic just had R70 sounds in it. That just oh my it God, I wish. You know, so that would be dope, man. Cool. But you know what, man? It looked like running kind of short on the time here. Um, so oh, I want to get this to something I call footwork fast, man. I'm just going to ask some goofy questions and I just want a quick answer. You ready for this, man? All right, let's hit it. All right. Mm, I think you already touched on this one. So I'm going to say, what's your favorite decade of music? Ooh. Classic 90s stuff. Classic uh, 90s. Late 90s. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So much. I got nostalgia for that stuff as well as timeless, timeless stuff. Yeah, yeah. Let's go with that. I'm digging that. I like the 90s. I like the 90s, man. Especially yeah, hip hop yeah. and RB. Shoot. Yeah, see? Yep. <laughs> you know. Yep. Uh Marvel or DC. Oh, I don't even know. I don't know either. I don't know either. Well, um, shoot. Um, DC is kind of the underdog though, right? Yeah, in a sense, because of the movies. But the crazy thing is, I think DC comic book-wise, I think they were first. They were okay. real big early on because of Superman and Batman. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, Batman. Marvel, Marvel okay. kind of came up from behind when they started doing the X-Men and all that. <laughs> oh, X-Men. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've seen some of that. Um, shoot, I'll say I'll say I need to do my research, but I'll say DC, DC would be my instinct. All right. But I'll learn about it. I, I respect <laughs> that, man. That's on the real. Because, you know, that ain't most people because the Marvel movies have been kind of like out there most people probably say Marvel if they had to go one way or the other. Where? All right. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, let's see. Pizza or cheeseburger? I'm I'm kind of a food type of dude, so I'm always going to ask mm. a food question. I'm going to say pizza. Pizza. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right I'm, I'm certain about that one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And you already touched on the, your favorite footworkers and all that. And, oh. Uh, so I ain't going to go there. Now listen, so I'm gonna ask real quick, in the hip hop things, hip hop arena, who would you say are your favorite three producers? Ooh, oh man. I don't know if I think of, um, oh boy, that's a good question. Um, you know who's on my mind right now is Clipping uh, from LA, I think. Okay. Um, they are, they're pretty experimental because they have like kind of a it's it's like a crew with they have their their MC but then they have like a noise artist um and another guy I think I think they do like noise and like soundtrack stuff together um I need to I need to learn more about them but um yeah but I've I've been loving uh, one of their albums Splendor and Misery okay. is incredible and I listen to that quite a lot. Um, let's see. I mean, Kendrick. I don't know if I think of Kendrick more as a producer or uh, MC, but regardless, I mean, all, all of his work is yeah. <laughs> pure, yeah. pure gold. He, he is cold, man. He ain't your typical yeah. dude, man. That dude is genius. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who else? Um, Dang, there's just there's so much hip hop and there's so much flavors within hip hop. Uh, man, that's a good question. I gotta think about that more. Yeah, we'll get some time, man. Me and you gonna chat later, man. We'll see. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Good so, anybody you want to give a shout out to? Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just took a class this morning from uh, Mickey-san, uh, Chicago Creation, or uh, Creation Japan. Yeah. Um, and it was, she's a, she has just phenomenal energy, incredible teacher. Yeah. Uh, her student, her student Mocha is like one of my favorite footworkers to watch right now. Oh, she's like 11 yeah. years old and just really? so clean. And I'm yeah. like, man, when like it's it's one thing to be a good footworker, but it's also like when your students are good, like yeah. there there's that there's that other level of like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, I agree. Did you see there was a clip? Because I know King Charles, come on, he, he's he's cold, you know. Oh yeah. Coldest one there is. But when I saw this clip of this young dude footworking off of a like a heavy metal song, it wasn't even a footwork track. Oh, <laughs> When I saw, and, and you saw that he was a student of King Charles, I'm like, the dude is cold, the, the student is cold, but that made me realize, man, King Charles, that's it. 
if I ever, right. if I ever doubt you, King Charles, I apologize. Because yep. when I saw that dude full work off of heavy metal, I'm like, oh, that's it. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> Who would have thought? Yeah. You know, right. But Brad, right, right on, man. Go red, ladies and gentlemen. Chicago Footwork Allergies, work the beat champion for 2021. Oh, DJ, go red. Come on. <laughs> hey, thank bro, man. Much. It was, it was I, I enjoyed this conversation, man. They, oh, hey, thank you so much. if you would, after this is over with, because I, I got to, it's going to cut off on me about a minute or two. Because I ain't yep. got the full subscription to Zoom. Anyway, oh, yeah, yeah, I know that. Um, if you could like send me your, your information, so I put the, the links and stuff, and I'm gonna send you the video and all that. Are that oh, good? Okay. So the yeah, people yeah. can get, get in touch with you. Right on. And, le and let's have another call sometime when we have more time. I asked you some questions as well. Get to get to know some of your history as well, because I know you got you got hell of stuff to share. So we make that happen too. Uh, all right man that'd, that'd be dope yeah yeah, yeah. i appreciate Thank you that again. hey man well, you have a blessed evening man you as well you as well thank you so much no problem i'll let you later peace out but workout man it was Foot a good out. time talking Foot to brother gold rat Footwork dj Foot nurse workout. Producer, who we also found out be slapping that bass guitar like Rick James slapped Charlie Murphy. Next episode, we'll have the Crack Capone from the south side of Chicago, DJ Rock, on Wednesday, June 16th. I'm kicking these interviews out every other Wednesday, y'all, so stay tuned. God bless you and footwork out. <laughs>